2: miss to the top. To that you're tuned in to the eagle lower. All right, we're glad you are. Bob Getty and Luke Johnson, we're on the road. Kelly Sander and Michael Murgins are back in the studio in Hattiesburg. But Luke and I welcome you to the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're at Southern Equipment and Parts on Highway 84. And I was going to say in Laurel, but Luke, corrected. It's
0: actually in Calhoun. This is my community. This is where I grew up.
2: You're a celebrity around
0: Calhoun, here. Calhoun, the Jets, the elementary school right up the hill. It's a feeder school for Wes Jones. And uh, that's where I spent my seventh grade. Now everybody's at North Jones, but yeah, we are we are outside west of Laurel. Near at West Jones in the community of Calhoun,
2: Southern Equipment and Parts, a great business that's been here for two years. They're having a customer appreciation weekend this weekend. They've got some fantastic door prizes to, to win one. All you have to do is uh, walk in between now and the close of business tomorrow afternoon and register. They're giving away uh, they're giving away a big thing of shop towels. They're giving away uh, an assortment of different the uh, mechanical fluids for your for your farm uh, equipment. They're giving away a bucket of hydraulic fluid. We're going to be talking a little later uh, to the owner, Remy Johnson. In a good. In parentheses, last name? the tractor man. The tractor man. And while I pulled
0: up, he was outside working on a tractor, man.
2: Yeah, and they do all kinds of uh, they do all kinds of uh, mechanical work on farm equipment, tractors. They rent some heavy equipment, uh, excavators, and it looks like uh, front end loaders, and uh, I guess uh, what do you call those things with the. Uh, with the uh, scoop on the front of loader. Yeah, front uh, end loader. Front end loader, yeah. yeah. So, uh, hey, got batteries. They've got all kinds of fluids here. They've got everything you need to keep uh, your farm operation uh, going well, as uh, as well as any heavy equipment that you may have. So we're looking forward to uh, talking to Mr. Johnson later, uh, again, at Southern Equipment and Parts, and we'll have a lot more about that in just a few minutes. All right, Patrick McGee from NOLA.com. He's on the Super Talk Eagle Hour, normally with us a little earlier in the week, but Patrick had business to take care of, And uh, Patrick, always, uh, always good to have you. Uh, Before we get to Southern Miss, I I just got to ask you, Patrick: Why would anyone in the world pay six billion dollars for the Washington Football franchise in the NFL? Well,
3: the the team owners are looking pretty smart. The ones that bought the twenty thirty, you know, fifteen years ago. I mean, just the cost of these franchises has just gone through the roof, Uh, and so I mean large market i mean i know everybody's you know kind of <laughs> i know i think the joke is they're going to walk in and realize you know where's the where are the toilets uh why is there no plumbing uh daniel <laughs> snyder was super cheap uh but i you know it's it, any it, these days anybody who wants to take a chance at buying a nfl franchise and they have the money to do it they're going to do it
2: well, here's the deal. He paid eight hundred million dollars for that franchise when he bought it, and he's selling it for six billion. And is yeah. it in worse shape? It's so, terrible. It's the worst. It's the worst franchise in the league, and it's worth six billion dollars. But after, well, there is Cincinnati. But I mean, it is. You know, it's just about the worst franchise in the league. But after the Biden tax plan, he'll be left with fourteen hundred dollars and sixteen cents. So He may owe the government after the Biden tax plan. That's a good All right, Patrick. Well, I guess that's the big news around the NFL. Kind of a quiet time right now in the league, but uh, anything out of New Orleans you uh, think you need to share with our listening audience?
3: Well, I mean, just all right now, like I said, it's quiet, but it's just a whole lot of speculation uh, looking ahead to the NFL draft, uh, which way the Saints are going to go. Uh, it, it seems like everything is, is really focused in and, Pretty much any projection you see out there right now is that the Saints are going to take a a defensive lineman. So, uh, you know, they're in their first pick. You know, they can kind of get more to get you know strip uh, reach out beyond that in the second round and beyond. But uh, I think every expectation the Saints are going to go defense uh, there in the first round.
0: I do have to ask you this, as I, I told you I was going to ask you every week leading up. Uh, word on the street with Bryce Young now that he is the combination of Steph Curry and Joe Burrow. <laughs> I saw that on, yeah. on Twitter. Um, who's yeah. your number one as of today? Uh,
3: I, I guess yeah, Bryce Young. Uh, that's who I was kind of leaning towards last time uh, around. I think yeah. you asked me that question. Surprisingly, it's kind of come into focus that it is Bryce Young. Uh, no, I guess we shouldn't be surprised. Uh, just because he's the most proven of the group and was consistently productive and has, you know, all the attributes. As a, you know, is a good passer and a, a good leader and, and really being a consistent quarterback week in and week out. But you know, he's just got the knock that on the smaller side. What five ten and a half, maybe one hundred eighty-five pounds. Uh, he's got to bulk up and get stronger. But uh, in terms of accuracy, I, I think you see somebody uh, that coming out is maybe similar. Can be, you know, a, a Russell Wilson type in my mind. Uh, so that and, that's, to, to me, it's young. Yeah, and
0: I mean, this, this, it, nothing that didn't affect this year with the Saints because he would be going to the NFC South. Uh, but I, I don't think it bothers anybody for the 2023 NFL season.
3: No, no, I mean, I, I don't think it really changes anything this season in terms of where you know what's going on there. But no, we'll, we'll we'll wait and see. I think Young is a pretty good safe bet at this point.
2: All right, Patrick, I don't want to be making fun of them, but the USFL kicks off, uh, I guess, this weekend. <laughs> and, and New Orleans does. The Breakers are back in New Orleans. And I assume, are they going to be playing in New Orleans this year? And if so, no, is there no. any buzz at all about that?
3: No, I mean, there's the, last year there was a little bit of buzz about it. You know, the new league uh, playing all its games in Birmingham. It was interesting here for folks in New Orleans that they had a New Orleans Breakers. Involved in, in the, the new USFL But yeah, they're playing, still playing The, the New Orleans team will be, still be playing games At Birmingham, I think they're also going to put Other teams will be stretched out, I think it's Memphis Canton, Ohio I, Detroit, I think is the other one uh, So you'll have more teams Playing elsewhere, but the New Orleans Breakers Will be in that group uh, that's not playing Games in New Orleans, they'll still be in Birmingham And there's is zero that? buzz in the city About it, uh, I don't know You know, Fox Sports is really behind this uh, operation, uh, I, I it, it just makes less sense in year two, uh, the whole deal. Uh, the XFL, I don't think things have gone very well for it so far. Ratings are, from what I understand, are not very good. Uh, they just keep watching the spring football thing. Every, I mean, it, they're, they're you know, I guess the first time the XFL, last time XFL tried to go, the p- pandemic got in the way and things were kind of trending in the right direction with XFL. That's just tough luck uh, with the pandemic kind of shutting that down. Uh, but now I. They decided to go head to head this year in a way. I know the XFL started earlier, but I just don't see how. Mm-hmm. Really, I think both leagues are kind of tearing each other down now. I, I think there's a good chance we have neither league in the spring next so year. So
2: you're saying the Breakers are as popular as Kelly Center would be at a sorority house. Is that correct?
3: Well, I've heard this joke before, but I, I just, you know, <laughs> this is. I, I don't know how Kelly senator in a sorority house should ever be put in the same sentence so i just don't
2: know how to <laughs> like that's a great answer
1: patrick when is patrick's contract <laughs> good... up when is he done
2: <laughs> patrick has a continuing contract. he's been on
0: the eagle hour longer than you center yes exactly
2: <laughs> he's not going anywhere kelly well at least you, if... there's a big question about
1: well if i'm not back you know where i'm going <laughs> to the kai <Chi> omega house <laughs> Oh, I thought you were saying
0: you were going to go to the Breakers game tomorrow. That's That's I, I might be the only
1: one there, but we'll, we'll have fun anyway. You know?
0: Patrick, um, yeah. Southern Miss this weekend, I mean, just one of those midweeks that you you have to flush. Um, yeah. Still top four in the league. Real opportunity for them to sweep, and then you look up and your Saturday starter's out indefinitely.
3: Yeah, not great. Uh, you know, you kind of felt things uh, trend in the right direction with uh, uh, Nico moving to the bullpen. And then you have Oldham going in the rotation, and there's a lot of things that make sense about that. And now things are kind of thrown into flux with, with Adams now. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's a weird situation. Kind of a precarious spot uh, when you think about it. So I, I we'll, we'll see how Southern Miss responds. They haven't always been great uh, when adversity has struck this season. Uh, so, yeah, I think this, you know, I thought things were heading the right direction. Southern Miss is going to get a win streak going and all that. They're still playing fairly well on the weekend. Uh, Not dominant by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, this, you know, James Madison is a competitive team. They can't take anything for granted this weekend. They're going to have to go out there and try to win at least two.
2: Yeah, they should be able to do that, though, right, Patrick? On paper, you would think they would—they could potentially sweep the series.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. As long as they're going to be in – it's been a while since Southern Miss has been in a position where they go into a weekend TBD. I know it's, it might have happened once or twice last year, but, I mean, they're there for a long time. And early in uh, Barry's runs, they coached, it felt like every Sunday got with TBD. Uh, and they really mm-hmm. filled out that starting rotation last year. Uh, three or four years. And so if they're back in a situation where they're going to be TBD on Sundays, that just, that just adds some uncertainty to it. So we'll see. I mean, it just puts that much more pressure on you on Fridays and Saturdays.
2: All right. Patrick, we always appreciate you and uh, thank you for your input. Look forward to talking to you again next week.
3: Okay. Thanks guys.
2: Patrick McGee works for NOLA.com. We're at Southern Equipment and Parts. They make hydraulic hoses, they rent heavy equipment, they uh, work on tractors, uh, Luke, anything. If you've got heavy equipment, a tractor, probably a diesel truck, they got everything you'd want right here.
0: It's it, its where you want to come in Jones County. I mean, this is Jones County in downtown Calhoun. We're in the Eagle heart area. of Jones County. Is that I mean, fair to say? Right. Hey, Bob. All right, hey, that, Bob. Southern yes.
1: Miss needs a pitcher this weekend. Does J.C. Keys have any
2: eligibility left? I don't know. He's he's in the studio there in Hattiesburg. He Check is. him out. The, I'd love to see we'll him. We'll see on the
0: curveball. Get it on video.
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember what he did to Ole Miss that night. Never forget that one, JC. We'll be right back.
0: Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
2: All right, welcome back to the show. We're broadcasting uh, live this afternoon from Southern Equipment and Parts. Michael, Kelly, and J.C. Keys back in the Hattiesburg studio. Uh, we'll be going back there in the next segment. But uh, right now, we want to talk to the owner of this great establishment here, Southern Equipment and Parts, and that is none other than Mr. Ramey Johnson, a.k.a. the tractor man. And uh, Ray, we're glad to have you on the show, and we appreciate very much you bringing the Eagle Hour here.
4: Well, it's good to be here, and I thank you guys for uh, being here as well.
2: So. Well, you got a lot going on. I want to get right to it. This yeah. is Customer Appreciation Weekend. I know one of your customers just walked through and registered for door prizes that you're giving away. You've got some pizza here, so you're feeding your customers and letting them register. Tell us about the weekend and uh, what all you got in store for your uh, good customer base. Well,
4: like you were saying, we, we do have uh, a couple of door prizes we're giving away. Uh, we'll be drawing those probably uh, tomorrow. Uh, I think the first prize, we got a uh, basket or a box or whatever you want to call it. Uh, we got some grease, some starting fluid, some uh, uh, lubricant, and some brake cleaner. And also some uh, diesel uh diesel fluid uh, conditioner Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot a lot of stuff that you know you use around the shop around the farm or whatever and also a huge uh, roll of paper towels Uh, Mm -hmm. our second uh, drawing is going to be a five gallon bucket of uh, hydraulic fluid and it's one of the uh, -the top-of-the-line fluids it's not your uh, you know the low grade Uh, as high as all is these days Mm -hmm. you know we figured Someone could probably use it. So right. absolutely.
2: Well, tell us what what all you do here at Southern Equipment and Parts. You you were kind of describing it to me, but it's a lot. So let's uh, yeah. let our listener yeah. listening audience know. Well,
4: like I was saying earlier, we are uh, besides just parts. Well, I mean, we're we're parts, uh, sales, and service, rental. Uh, we pretty much do it all. But, uh, we repair tractors, uh, all makes, all models. That's uh, well, as heavy equipment, uh, my background is heavy equipment, over 30 years' experience. And um, we also have a line of, uh, as many excavators, we do um, rent, uh, parts, you name it, we got it. If we don't have it, we'll get it. Uh, we, we, uh, have, we're we set up with very good uh, vendors and suppliers. Um, we can save people probably 50 percent or better versus oe on parts um we got like i said real good suppliers on the uh, aftermarket brands uh and whatnot so we also we also sell uh rotary cutters uh we're a uh, dirt dog uh dealer uh so we we have a line of uh, rotary cutters box blades landscaping rakes tillers the whole works so uh uh, we're, you know, proud to uh, service this area in Jones County.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, uh, it bush hogging times coming up. It's getting a little warmer. And so, you know, somebody out there that's looking, uh, you know, for a new attachment or, or something for their tractor, you know, what, what are kind of somebody, you know, they, they uh, bought them a tractor, um, need to get it serviced at the same time, want an attachment to be able to work around their property. What would you recommend are kind of the essentials? Well, you know, it just
4: depends, uh, really, as far as what size tractor it is. Uh, You know, we we have anywhere from anything on a four-foot attachment to six-foot. You know, some people, yeah, they, you know, would want something bigger and stuff, and, of course, we we can supply those. But, you know, the four-foot, five-foot, and six-foot, Attachments, you know, we we have here on the ground, so uh, ready ready to go to work
0: right here on Highway 84. So uh, you can actually see it, you know, as you as you're out here uh, towards West Jones in the Calhoun community, what they have to uh, to offer here as as well. I, I, I love the fact that I pulled in and uh, and you're out there working on it, yeah. <laughs> working on a machine yeah. while we while we pull up, and uh, yeah, that's the thing about it um, in today's world. Sometimes you don't get to talk to the person that. It's actually going to be touching your, uh, you know, your machine. But the fact is that that's what you do here. And, and uh, you know, re- you, anybody can bring in their machine off the street and have you put your hands on it. Exactly. Exactly, from start to finish. I'm guessing you like working on them, don't you? Oh,
4: yeah. I wouldn't know what else to do. You know I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. you know, you've been around us for so long, and I just – I wouldn't know what else to do.
2: Well, what Luke said, there's a lot to what he said. I mean, you, you get hands-on, you get hands-on service from the guy that's most invested in the company. Obviously, is the guy that owns the company. You might not get that if you if you go to a big, big chain type area. You know, big chain type store. Am I right? Personal service always a big part of locally owned business. I think
0: a- absolutely. What um, what are people you know that that are maybe don't have a tractor? Um, but are kind of sniffing that that game out, you know. And they're wh- what would you? What would be the questions that you would ask somebody so they can know what type of machine they might need to go into and and what they might need to to take care of their property? Well, first
4: thing I always ask is what the project is. You got to know. You don't want to overkill, you know. Uh, some guys may have just an acre to keep up. Well, you don't need to go get a hundred horse tractor to be able to keep. <laughs> You know, an acre up. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's the first thing. What kind of projects? What what type of work will you be doing? And you kind of fit that to their needs. Uh, you know, some some folks can get away with just a thirty horse or something and go from there. But uh, that that's where I always start. And of course, after that, you nail that down. You kind of ask them, you know, what the budget is, you know.
0: We're at uh, Southern Equipment and Parts out on Highway 84 West in Laurel Eagle Hour on the road today. Southern Miss coming in, uh, taking on James Madison this week. We'll talk about that in the next segment. We're sitting here with uh, Rami Johnson, the owner and operator of – southern equipment um and parts my, my father-in-law has um he he has moved from cutting his grass with a zero turn to putting a finishing mower on the back he's got an old school ford four tractor and yep. my dad's got a 1961 four tractor as my granddaddy's you know that that still runs and uh you know it it seems as if things have moved to where you get less life expectancy out of machines, but it does seem like, you can speak to this too, it does seem like tractors are maybe one of those lines that you, you're still getting good lifespan out of, because it's a, a substantial investment, you know, the, the entire package and everything.
4: Oh, absolutely. Uh, and you're right, you know. And it all depends upon the, the upkeep of the equipment, you know, and uh, that's what we do here is, you know, general maintenance, you know. Uh, you We... People come in all the time just, you know, wanting the basic oil change, want to do the hydraulics. That's fine, too. But the upkeep on equipment goes a long way. I mean, that, you know, changing the oil, whether it be the engine oil or the hydraulics, I mean, that's the life of the machine. I mean, that's the blood of the machine. And you you got to keep that up if you're wanting to get 100 percent out of it what's your
0: what's your recommendation on that because you know people when they purchase a car they know every you know so and so so and so does that depend on the machine itself the tractor itself or is there pretty much standard you want to get your oil change and get up you know an upkeep after so many hours right right uh no strictly by
4: hours uh it doesn't matter if it's a you know what brand of a tractor it is uh it all goes by hours. Usually it starts at 50 hours, you know, uh, you first all change. Then it kind of goes up from there, and then he recommends changing, you know, uh, different filters at different hours and whatnot. So,
2: Yeah, you know how to drive
0: a tractor, Luke? I, I did. I, there's a, you drive one? there's a, My dad's land down here, I used to bush hog it when I was at, <laughs> at West Jones. I did every summer.
2: So when, when, when I walked in the building today, everybody knew who Luke Johnson was. He's like a celebrity out here at West you know. Jones, isn't he? Not like Trey Sutton, <laughs> <laughs> but you're injury free compared to Trey. Yeah, Sutton. yeah, you might you
0: it? might say that. But great great community, no, Rami out here. Um, of course, the the high school, the elementary school, right here. It's a great great spot of Jones County on how, Highway 84. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we we love the people here. We get
4: great support uh, from everyone here, and and we're very grateful.
2: All right, I want to remind everybody you can come here through tomorrow. You can register right here in the door. They're going to have some great door prizes to give away. Well, they got a lot of customer appreciation bags with some goodies in it. I understand all you have to do is walk in and ask for one of those, and uh, and they'll give those to you. You can't say thank you enough, can you, to your customers, and that's what this weekend is all about.
4: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more.
2: We appreciate you having us out here. We're going to bring you back home before we leave. Is that good? That is great. All right, we're at Southern Equipment and uh, Parts here on Highway 84, and we'll be right back with the famous J.C. Keith.
0: When we when we talk to J.C. here coming up, I'm interested to uh, to hear what he's got to say about this. Uh, you know, this situation this weekend. You know, as a guy who who started and and closed games out. Yeah. Um, it, it, it looks like the weather's going to behave. We were there was talk that what we were going to maybe have a, a double doubleheader, right. uh, but it looks like they're going to play tonight at, at six p.m. Yeah, and I think uh,
2: tomorrow looks okay, doesn't
0: it? Well, it, yeah. It, What's two two o'clock first pitch? They move Sunday up to eleven thirty, I guess, to give James Madison time mm-hmm. to to get out of here. But it will be uh, interesting to see. Whether it gets affected at all. Look, today, you know, it's 50%, 60% chance of rain midday. So they tomorrow. may have, yeah, tomorrow, I should say. So maybe have to push it back.
2: All right, J.C. Keys joins the Eagle Hour. When we come back, stay with us. We're at the Southern Equipment and Parts here in, so- can I say so? We're not in So-So. We're in Calhoun. We're in Calhoun, Mississippi, Highway 84 west of Warren. We'll be right with it.
0: Southern Miss to the
2: top. All right, welcome back to the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're broadcasting from Southern Equipment and Parts where they uh, have all makes of heavy equipment and ag equipment parts, repair and service are located on Highway 40, Highway 84 West. In Calhoun, Mississippi. Now,
0: I'm going through one of these customer... They're pretty cool. ...bags. Yeah. These customer appreciation bags. Of course, they have candy in it. Sorry, Senator. Um But they have, like, really cool stuff. Like, uh, I got screwdrivers. There's a light in here, and I have a pin that has a level on it. Yeah. And they're just you walk in, get you a customer appreciation uh, bag here for you.
2: Absolutely free. All you have to do is walk in between now and the time they close tomorrow, and... Uh, Excuse me, and they'll be happy to give you a a customer appreciation bag with candy, and as Luke said, all kinds of uh, really cool stuff here at Southern Equipment and Parts. All right, we'll be bringing uh, back the owner, Ramey Johnson, here in just a few minutes, but right now we've got a really famous person in our studio, the one and only J.C. Keys. J.C., it may have been a long time ago, but I remember it like yesterday, the night you slayed the Ole Miss Rebels. Uh, in uh, Pete Taylor Park, and uh, we're, we're still eternally grateful to you for that night, huh? son.
5: <laughs> thank you, thank you.
2: How <laughs> <laughs> is always good to have you back, how have you been, and uh, we'd like to uh, get your take on uh, on the struggles that the, the baseball team is looking at now when you lose your Saturday starter this late, the uh, middle ways through the season, and you had already moved your, your weeknight guy to Sunday, has to be a lot of shuffling around and somebody has to step up. Is that not right, JC?
5: Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, sure. Somebody's going to ha- have to step up. Um, nobody knows who has the nod for that Sunday game. Um, but whoever has it, you know, they just have to go out there, compete, and, you know, just dominate. Yeah.
1: Kelly? J.C. You, JC was at, ready to get to work with the Cincinnati Reds this year, and, and really it came as a surprise to not only J.C. Key fans, but to J.C. Keys himself when moments or just a couple of days before spring training is over, they come to you and say, hey, w- we need to talk. With whatever you're comfortable sharing, J.C., tell us what, what went down with the Reds and why you're sitting with us today and not not on a major league roster or any roster at this point.
5: Well, uh, coming in... Uh had an injury if for those that did not know this all season so I was rehabbing this all season and I came in early to camp um to rehab before spring training started well they wanted me to try to get ready for camp in which I was able to accomplish that and went into camp Had two great outings and then my next two weren't as planned but you know that comes with not having an off season so I think my s- fourth one, I had a pretty bad one. And the next day, they called me into the office and they were like, hey, um, we're going to give you your release. All. Uh, but um, it's nothing like performance wise. It was just we signed too many guys, so we don't have a roster spot for you.
1: Man, the brutality of business, though. You really get a perspective. Kind of tell us.
5: Yeah, uh, it is a business. So, and that's exactly what I told him. I said, um, I understand, you know, it's a business. It came by surprise, um, but you had to do what you had to do. Um, I'm not going to sit there and cry because at the end of the day, I did give my everything that I had. Right. um, But we just. And you're you're one of the few players
1: that that chooses to represent themselves. A lot of players, you know, have agents, but you represent yourself. Tell me about the pros and cons of that and what happens now
5: that you are representing yourself and that phone call could, could come at any minute. So, with representing yourself, you have to make connections with like coaches who've been um, in them, like have connections with other teams. So, before I left, I knew like Eric Davis uh, and a couple of other guys that um, were I had a really good connection with. That I told them, Hey, if you have any connections with other teams, could you put my name out there? Which, granted, it is. It was the end of spring training, so a lot of rosters were filled up. So we just have to wait until the season goes along to hear back. So, so how do you
1: deal with that? And it, and and if time goes on, I mean, at what point do you fish or cut bait, so to speak? Because I know you've got you've got businesses waiting. You know, if you choose to go into the private sector, you you do have jobs waiting for you. You shared that with me. So, at what point do you have to make that decision, or do you at this point?
5: Um, as of right now, it's still early, so you never know when somebody is going to need to arm. Um, you just have to be ready whenever that, that call is made to you. Um, but me personally, if nothing comes at the end of the season, then that's the, be the, the so rabbit. this season, yeah,
1: and and to and the, it was a strained UCL, right? Strained that UCL. you were uh, rehabbing. So how do you feel now? I mean, do you, you
5: feel like the prospects are, are good? you have certainly I, proven yourself. I feel great. Everything feels great. It's just uh, being able to have that off season to be able to get back to where I was at my peak when I came into spring training last year. And and hey, with, JC, I got yeah. He doesn't have question. any eligibility, Luke. He's he's done.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's not it. But how is like the the draft? being shortened affect you know guys like you um you've already proven yourself but at the same time it just seems as if everybody with the draft and then with the covid qualifications and juco and down it just seems like there is like less spots available in baseball generally speaking how's the draft affected your situation right now
5: well it, it, it affects a lot of guys um you never know like when an organization they always need arms so they're constantly bringing in younger guys and older guys are looking over their shoulder like okay we know that cuts are finna come up so like you have to like be producing numbers and that's that's what you have to do at that time you have to produce and um it really like takes a toll on you like mentally when you know that your team or your organization is drafting for pitchers because they're i think in the next couple of years they're cutting down the roster because i think it's at 180 right now and they're trying to cut cut it down to like 150 now major league baseball is contemplating some expansion talk
1: you know nashville has come up charlotte has come up as uh, as potential sites another team for canada has actually been discussed so they would there might be some other opportunities with players at these expansion teams but that's that's all well down the road mm-hmm. so it just makes things even tougher to compete yeah it does
0: what, what's your uh, thought this year about the pitch clock? I, I want to hear from a professional baseball player.
5: So when they implemented that in last year, uh, they kind of just threw it on us. Um, they were like, hey, you're going to have this pitch clock. You only can pick off two times. If you pick off a third time and don't get them, then it's a, um, pretty much a balk. So the guy gets to, to go to the next base. Uh, for the f- first half of the season, it was kind of an uh, adjustment Um just because you know if you had a guy on second you only have what was it 20 seconds yes and yep. if you have multiple multiple pitches and you're not on the same page with your catcher you, you're sitting there having to shake to different pitches and by that time you're out of out of seconds
0: yeah you were talking about yeah, that's what you see you see with Otani you know he, he's uh, using some kind of monitor on his shirt um, last question for me. You you didn't experience because you were you were in double A last year. What what did you hear guys talking about the automated strike zone? Was that was that a, just a terrible experiment?
5: Uh, I think it for pitchers, it was kind of more of a, an advantage because you can figure out where that strike zone was limited <laughs> at and kind of just like yeah. pick at that same spot and it may not be where the hitter wants it at, but you can just manipulate that certain part of the zone. I wanted to ask
1: you about the the mentality of now, what what you're possibly facing. I know a lot of guys will say it's been so difficult to be able to deal with the potential of a post-baseball life because that's what I've been known as. That's all I've ever done. My identity is so wrapped up in baseball. How have you been dealing with the prospect, JC, that we hope it's not? but there's a possibility that you might be done. Any problem for you dealing with that mentally?
5: Um, It's definitely tough, Um, you know, um, being in this situation, um, especially when it came as a surprise to me. um, You just never know, like, what's next unless you have that plan, And which, granted, we talked about, like, I have a plan after baseball. Uh, So that's what my testament would be to any other guys that's, Uh, out there always have a backup plan after your a plan doesn't work out and just be ready for that next step because even if it's age 40 i mean you're not even 30 yet but if even if it is at age
1: 40 there is going to be a post there's going to be life after baseball so i think that the that the words that you heed there are very well are you keeping up with, with the Eagles
5: very much? Or I have. I have been. I've been watching them whenever I can. Um, I know they got, they're got on ESPN Plus now, so I'm able to watch a lot of games now. And what what's your have been reaction? Uh, you know, it's kind of like how our, uh, I think it was 17, 18, when it was kind of like ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Um, just watching them. Uh, you know, it's going to take a lot of, like, leadership. And I I know that they lost a lot of guys last year to the draft and some guys to the the transfer portal. Um, but, you know, the season is always like high and low, so you're going to have to find that, that level path and, and be able to gain momentum going into the to the postseason.
0: Now, you remember, Center always jabs at me about my 40 mm-hmm. at D-bat and D-1. Right. <laughs> Don't you think we should get J.C. out there and let him throw Center five curveballs and
2: see, see what S- see what Center does? Yeah. I, I, I like we, it. I think we could predict what would happen, but it, Kelly, it would Kelly. be. Kelly, what do you think?
1: The first curveball he would throw me is he, he would say, you're a
2: really good hitter, Coach Sander. <laughs> That's the first <laughs> <Yeah>. curveball. <laughs> of
5: course he would.
2: Hey, J.C., thanks a lot, man. Always a pleasure to have you. Always welcome on the Eagle Hour.
5: Thank you for having me.
2: All right, J.C. Keys, everybody. We'll be back. Southern Equipment and Parts, that's where Luke and I are at this afternoon in beautiful Calhoun, Mississippi. Calhoun, Mississippi. We'll be right back.
0: You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Eagle Hour back at Southern Equipment and Parts just outside Laurel in the community of Calhoun. Happy to to be here today. Of course, baseball uh, tonight at 6 p.m. Tanner Hall. Uh, we'll face off against the James Madison Dukes. First pitch tomorrow, scheduled for 2, and then Sunday at uh, 11.30. Softball on the road in Monroe against uh, the Lady Warhawks. Um, they play uh, tonight at, uh, at 6 p.m. Track and fields at the Byron Clay Invitational out in California. Four or five Golden Eagles representing that. Beach volleyball at Central Arkansas, and also taking on UAB, uh, women's tennis, at South Alabama, Bob. Uh, and men's tennis at Georgia Southern.
2: All right. We're at uh, Southern Equipment and Parts, and uh, we've got Mr. Ramey Johnson uh, back with us, the owner of the company. You had a couple of things you wanted to run down, so let's do that.
4: Yeah. Uh, I, one of the things that I guess I failed to mention, too, is some of the services we do offer. Um, hydraulic hoses. Uh, we do make hydraulic hoses. I know sometimes, you know, people are searching for the correct fittings and whatnot, but we got a wide variety of uh, fittings and uh, different size hoses and stuff. So, you you know, you get a busted line, come by and see us. Uh, We can fix you up there. And uh, real quick, too, uh, while I'm sitting here looking at these uh, mini excavators sitting out here on the lot, uh, you see those rubber tracks that are powering them. Mm -hmm. Well, we're a dealer for... uh, rubber tracks we supply uh for all makes all models again uh so you need a new set of uh rubber tracks for your either your skid steer or mini excavator come by and see us you get a quote
0: what's the benefit of the rubber the rubber tracks
4: well it just depends on the application a lot of times um uh you know if you're a lot of turf stuff you know, they'll use that. Uh, uh, sometimes it just depends, you know, where they're at, what job they're using. A lot of your your mini, say, excavators and uh, skid steers uh, will have those uh, rubber tracks. So uh, we sell a ton of them. We sell a ton of them. And, and something else, too, I wanted to mention, as well as, uh, you know, everybody's always looking for a deal. Uh, uh, always... You know, searching for the correct part or searching for a part that's no longer supplied. Uh, one of the one of the things we do here we do sell used parts, rebuilt parts, uh, and and everything. So we do buy uh, salvage tractors or equipment, and we tear them down and save the good parts.
2: So you'll buy a tractor from somebody.
4: We we will we will.
2: I got you. I see behind your counter there. There's a sign that has got a lot of big name brands, Cat, Bobcat, Ford, International Harvester, Volvo, Case, uh, Kabuta, uh, John Deere. I guess those are parts that you can you can find for yeah. people or provide for people?
4: Uh, yeah, those are some of them, I guess you'd say, the major brands uh, that we can supply parts for or even work on. Uh, But yeah, that that's just a small small fraction. But that's that's some of the bigger names. Yeah.
2: Okay, want to remind everybody, it's Customer Appreciation Weekend here at Southern Equipment and Parts, and they've got some really cool uh, thank you bags uh, that they'll be giving away between now and the end of the weekend tomorrow. You can also come register. For a number of door prizes, and Luke got into this goodie bag. This There's cool some skittles in, in there, there
0: right? but yeah, the uh, I like the pin with the level. That, that's yeah, that, that's pretty. I don't really need that. And the little tiny screwdriver. Those are the ones that you need that you can't find anywhere. Yeah, but do you like guys, when your
1: glasses breaking stuff on, yeah. on, on the screwdriver. On, though, how do they keep the orange juice uh, cold?
2: Kelly, Kelly. <laughs> Did you see why we didn't bring him here, I uh, Mr. Johnson? And you're probably glad now that we didn't. Am I correct about that? He's, yeah. he's, he's kept And it. we promise if you ever invite us back, we won't bring him it'll just be, It'll just be uh, Luke and All I.
0: All right, Sunbelt Baseball, Arkansas State at Georgia State, Coastal at Old Dominion. That's pretty good. Go Monarchs. Take them out. App State at Georgia Southern, Troy down in the bayou against Louisiana, Marshall at Texas State. South Al and Monroe, get
2: them Federico, and then, of course, James Madison at Southern Miss. All right, Bob, prediction? I think the Golden Eagles are going to sweep the series this weekend. I just don't think James Madison is a, um, with all due respect, I don't think they're a caliber team that can come here and beat Southern Miss. Kelly? I agree, I agree uh, that, that, that they should sweep, but Eagle
1: fans, if they if two out of three, don't worry about it. Win the series
2: to quote Meatloaf two out of three <laughs> Ain't bad. late
0: Sunday afternoon look up the sky will not will not be fine. I think it's a sweep and I think I don't I mean Kelly do you think you think they might they might let uh, let Sibley start game 3 if they don't use him in the bullpen or do you think he's just going to
1: continue in that niche and, and No I think that's that's a viable option and look he was a ste- he was a rock steady performer at Summerall High School as a starter so it's not like he's never started before and he has great command of all of his pitches, and he doesn't throw so hard that there'd be a lot of wear and tear. I think he could go yeah. five or six and get you know get you that third start.
0: I would I, if they don't do that. I would love for Nico Mazza to come out Sunday and throw six innings and get some confidence because he's going to be key. And that would that would he's further
1: some good game. He yeah. has, but that would further yeah. solidify him as a legitimate starter on the weekend if he could do that again. Absolutely.
2: I'll say this, guys, it's important to win this weekend because of where you're going next week. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, we want to thank uh, Mr. Johnson and his great family and staff out here at Southern Equipment and Parts. They're located on Highway 84 in Calhoun, Calhoun, Mississippi. And uh, thank you very much, sir, for having us out here.
4: Thank you. All, all right, right, until
2: next here. time, everybody, Southern Miss. To the top. To the top.
0: Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping.
1: Into the future I wanna fly like an eagle to the sea